Welcome to the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose, and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. What is up, everyone? It is your Man on Fire mentor, David Mailer, and we are coming to you today with part number two. If you tuned into part number one, it was about how to harness your sexual energy so that you can thrive in all areas of your life. And we discussed that with Kai Van Bodie. He's a personal friend of mine. He's one of the Man on Fire senior coaches, and he has a heart of gold. And I don't know a man that has more empathy, more compassion, and more love for his fellow brothers. Kai, we're going to dive into part two today, and we are going to be discussing mastering your sexual energy so that you can kick ass in your life. Without any further ado, take it over, Kai. Thank you, David. And yeah, we're going to jump in today. Just a reminder, this is best watched in the privacy of your own headphones. And I uh, just want to acknowledge that we have we hold a lot of shame many of us around sex and sexual energy. And that's part of the trap. It's part of how we end up misusing it and failing to tap into it. So I encourage you to take a deep breath. And I, I promise you that not only will we understand some things potentially that you didn't didn't know about before, but we will experience what it's like to liberate our energy from these lower energy centers that deal with our biological safety, right? How do How good do we look? Are we fed? Um, are we satisfied sexually? But if we are stuck in those lower energy centers, it will be difficult to create the life of our dreams because creation happens from these higher energy centers up. And unfortunately, a lot of it gets trapped down there. So with that said- And, and Kai, just for some clarity for the guys that might not be 100% tracking, what Kai is basically saying is that we as men have this journey that we must embark on in life where we can live from our heart and we could be guided by our intuition and we can cultivate a relationship with higher powers. Most men live in their lower energy centers. They're all about survival. They're all about how am I getting the next meal and what's the next thing that I could get my hands on and hump. This is not a way to live. Obviously, when you're a teenager, you see life differently, you behave in life differently, but your journey to becoming a man, a mature man, a leader that lives from his heart, the energy must come up. Thank you, David. We're going to go through a little bit of what we covered last time, but very quickly, uh, if it's interesting to you, you can go back and review it, but I just want you to have the context. So we talked about how despite all of our technology and all of our information, all of our nutrition, we are still the most overweight, medicated, addicted, and in-debt group of U.S. citizens in history, and these statistics are true for many other countries as well. And the reason is, according to Brene Brown, who's an incredible uh, leader in our times, and her work is very parallel to the man on firework, the number one reason that we end up turning to food and drugs and masturbation and porn is because we feel shame and we feel like there is no safe place for us to be vulnerable. And a lot of what the Man on Fire Brotherhood stands for is a safe place to reveal our vulnerability so we can be stronger. And that may not be. Uh, as anywhere more poignant or important than in our sexual energy, because that energy powers the rest of us. And so that shame comes in many forms. We spoke a little bit last time about often how our sexual journey starts as a teenager, at where there's no one to talk to for a reliable source of information. Uh, churches, schools, and parents often use guilt and shame so that we don't uh, do something irresponsible. And, and the result is what we suppress and what we push down will come around in another way. And so our early sexual experiences with porn are hidden in the bathroom, in the bedroom, under the covers, trying to sneak it in and feeling like if we got caught, you know, what would happen to us? And that often colors our sexual experience all the way through to multiple marriages, multiple divorces. And if you really tune in today, there's a possibility for you to end that pattern and reclaim that energy. Um, the masks that we wear don't just show up around porn and masturbation and sex. The main ways that men will try to run away from the feelings inside to compensate is through masturbation and porn, through alcohol, through sugar, 
through caffeine and through cannabis. And collectively, we, we call this the mask. I call this the mask that men wear. And when we take that mask off, we find out who we really are. And the irony is with the mask off and cultivating ourselves and finding out who we really are, life becomes so much richer and so much more beautiful. And at the same time, it's possible to have a healthy relationship with all of those things. It's about the level of consciousness we come from. There's no judgment against these things, but there is an observation that these are the most commonly misused things that may be costing you what you truly want in your life. And there is a life on the other side of this mask. In fact, the only real life is when you renegotiate this stuff. Otherwise, it'll destroy your marriage. It will destroy your health, even though it's commonly accepted. It, it, is, it is a recipe for mediocrity and suffering. So we know that when we watch porn over time, as same as with social media or working, uh, binge watching Netflix and other streaming services, uh, we actually change our brain and the brain of someone who is addicted to social media or addicted to porn, or you just, you can't seem to stop and you lose minutes or hours a day to these things, which most men do, even high achieving men your brain will look similar to the brain of a heroin or cocaine addict. It is the same addictive pathway. And we talked a little bit last time about how it's not your fault. It is your responsibility. But the reality is the modern life, our, our bodies, our biology is designed for living th hundreds of thousands of years ago when life was simple. When we were eating and hunting and gathering and exercising and making love, there was not as much complexity. And so the result though, if we succumb to this, will be depression, anxiety, stress, and there will be breakdown in the intimacy of our relationships. So when we watch porn, there is 200% more dopamine release than when we are with our romantic partner. And so, you know, to, to, to put it straight and to be, to be short and clear, when there's porn in, this, in a relationship, there will be virtually no chance of deepening the intimacy, of reclaiming your heart, of fixing whatever you believe is wrong with your relationship when you can go get it somewhere else. Not only that, it's two, it's two times as powerful, 200% more dopamine, and you'll be less motivated. She won't be able to compete. You'll have brain fog from losing that, that energy from your body. You'll start to feel emotionally numb and you'll have a lack of motivation. And these are all verified by science and research. And so just a reminder, if porn and masturbation are part of your life, this is an opportunity to really take a look at that. There are many benefits of not masturbating and a big one that you can Google on your own time is called the no fap movement. It's where a group of men started to take 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, some men a year or more, and they refrained from masturbation or ejaculation. And these are some of the benefits that they experienced. This is a call. This is called empirical data meaning that it wasn't done in a laboratory. It was done in the laboratory of life. But what's amazing about it, these men had no allegiance or alliance, no organization to report to. They were just sharing their experience on an internet forum. And I'm not talking about one, two, or 10 people. I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of men to date have taken masturbation out of their life and experienced these benefits. Increased motivation, re reduced uh, distractions, more pleasure in sex, better focused and increased attention span, more confidence, better self-image, more willpower and discipline, increased libido, not just for women and sex, but to create the life they want, constant urge for self-improvement and reduced anxiety and stress. My brothers, if you could put this in a pharmaceutical, it would make billions of dollars. And yet it's not by what you take in, it's, it's by what you take off, what you stop doing. Um, and we're gonna go into how can you if you're inspired by this, if you want to cash in on this promise, we're going to go into how that can actually happen for you today. And we're actually going to experience a practice that is the foundation to it. So the, the short answer, though, is almost like any, like, not almost, like anything else you want in life. If you want to be extraordinary, you've got to surround yourself with other extraordinary people with the same goal. And that is the tested method since the beginning of time. Groups of people would train together with a common goal and they would, they would accomplish superhuman feats. And so that's what's required to do this. And we're going to get into the specifics of that today. We, we ended our call last time talking about how if you can't control 
your ADHD focus, if you're constantly addicted to multitasking, which also, by the way, hits that dopamine switch, then it'll be virtually impossible to control your sexual energy. If you think the energy to click on Facebook or whatever social media platform or to binge watch your favorite TV show or to eat sugar and carbs, if you think that urge is strong, is wired into us, and, and it is biologically wired into us, imagine trying to control your sexual energy. It's like a garden hose versus a fire hose. And when and when if we want to control the sexual energy, we must control our focus. We will review this technique that we did last time where the men had an experience of the quality of their mind, a breathwork technique called the MBA, mind-body alignment, and then another experience of watching their mind quiet down and focus. And so- Kai, you know, one of the things that we teach the men in our community is that in life, there's only one thing that we could ever control. One thing. And that's what we put our focused attention on. And most men, if they're honest with themselves, they're just being pulled like a kite in the wind. They're being pulled towards pornography. They're being pulled towards eating junk food. They're being pulled towards social media. And they don't realize that if they had mastery over their focus, if they had mastery over what they put their attention to, their entire life could change. And this is something that you and I are both passionate about teaching men, especially through the different breathing techniques, one of which you'll review today. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, life is set up, brothers. There's, there's, I'm not here to add to your guilt and shame. I'm here to call you to the possibility and the responsibility and the potential that's hidden inside you. But it will not show up until you train your focus, as David said. And that's that's primary because the multitasking, all the world is set up uh, this is something we covered last time as well. The new economy is based on the ability for our smartphones and our computers and our televisions to grab our attention and take us down a pathway to affect our behavior. That and, and the most brilliant minds and the largest amount of money is no longer spent on oil and gas or renewable energy. It's how to harvest our focus and our attention. And if we don't train it, I promise you, there are a bunch of people with questionable motives that would love to have your attention and your focus and take it down an avenue to affect your behavior. I think you get what I'm saying. And so it's never been more important to train our focus. And so we'll, we'll get into that. And, you know, here's here we go. I'm coming to the new content. That's where we ended last time. So for men, because of this is a taboo subject, sexuality. Because many men lead a double life where they have a girlfriend or a wife, but the sex in that relationship, the intimacy is lacking. And so they have a secret life where they use porn or masturbation, or they go to prostitutes or massage parlors or strip clubs, and they fulfill their, their deeper fantasies and desires there. And in, in turn, they are ripped apart. And the damage that they do to their women and the guilt and shame they feel to, their, to themselves ultimately is painful. And that's not the leadership that we need right now. So I'm speaking to the men who are ready to integrate themselves, to shut the door to these addictions and distractions, and to really make this moment right here, as you hear these words, a moment that you step onto a new life path, a life path where the intimacy and the variety that you want is something you work to create with your wife or your partner. You, because when you seal those leaks and you bring more of yourself up into your heart and your mind, which is what happens when you're not leaking to these distractions we've been talking about, you will be amazed at the deeper layers that are available in your current partnership. For most of you, in, in, in the Man on Fire Brotherhood, David often says, we challenge men to grow themselves for three months, six months, a year, because you don't know what your partner's capable of until you show up as your best self. And, and so often we've seen it over and over again. We, we've, we're a group of men that have been training together for a, almost a decade. And what we've seen is that when a man shows up in a new way, when he seals his leaks, when he starts to open his heart, that what's possible with the current woman becomes unimaginable. And rather than, than breaking up or divorcing and finding yourself three years later in the same exact relationship, because wherever you go, there you are. And there are your addictions and there are your distractions. So 
you know, we really want to encourage you to take this moment as a call to step into your highest self. It's not our fault, as I shared. We're biologically trained to prefer and emphasize and notice certain things like food and sweet food because that kept us alive as in our ancestors' lives. We are biologically programmed to want to spread our seed and our body will do everything it can to make our sexual fluids, even if it has to borrow and steal from other energy systems in our body. And, and that's not our fault. That's, that's part of our evolutionary programming according to science, but it is our responsibility. And these, the early patterns of shame and guilt, we talked about that, which came from, uh, you know, lack of good education around sexuality and the energetics of it. And instead, uh, many times our schools and our churches and our families would use shame and guilt. They were uninitiated. They didn't have great conversations or education about this. Yeah, and it, Kai, what, can I touch on that for a second? Absolutely, David. So, you know, a common thing that we, you and I hear at the uh, Man on Fire seminars with the men is that they didn't have a masculine role model. Although they might have had a good relationship with their father, the majority of them will say he wasn't present. He was always working. Um, he never really sat me down. He never really modeled mature masculine leadership that's, you know, lived from the heart. And so, so many men didn't grow up with a role model or with a father figure and they just simply weren't taught this. They weren't taught right from wrong. They weren't taught what love is really about, what sexual energy is really about, how to honor yourself, how to honor a woman. And this is something that we're so passionate about, helping men receive an education from uh, other men that are really living it. And that's why when Kai says it's not your fault, it doesn't mean you don't have to ultimately take responsibility for making the change in your life, but it's not your fault in that you're a product of what you were taught or what you weren't taught. And here you're being given an opportunity to be taught something new and more importantly, to live into a different version of yourself, which will impact your family, will impact the woman that you're with, it will impact your children. And you have a chance to change the entire trajectory of your whole family by you choosing to cultivate and harness this energy and use it to kick ass in your life. I love that, David. Thank you. And, and another way to say that if you go back to the tradition that David and I are part of, which is called men's work, there's an observation that in uh, in, mo in a lot of traditional cultures, especially the indigenous cultures, every man went through an initiation in his life. Every man reached a certain age and he was taken, uh, to go, he went away from his mother and the nurturing figure and he went with a group of men and there was an experience or a challenge created that marked his move into manhood. And it often included education around their body and around sexual energy and around how, how to operate as a man in the world. And the reality is we live in a culture where most of our fathers were uninitiated. And so we have uninitiated men raising uninitiated men. Let me say it in a simpler way. We, we can't get to be extraordinary through information. We need an experience that changes us at the physiological level so that we can never go back and we have a new experience of what's possible for us. And that's really what Man on Fire is about creating. It's about creating initiations, experiences that are unerasable, just like our traumas that are inside of us, usually dominating our lives, we haven't worked on them. There, it's possible to have an experience that's so transformative that it forever guides the course of our life. And we're going to talk about that today. And it's, it's definitely the truth in, in, in terms of how to work with our sexual energy. So I'm going to go a little deeper today for the guys that are tuning in for part two. And I'm going to use some words that maybe are unfamiliar to you, but the value of using words that aren't common is they give you access to new, new ideas and new concepts. And I'm going to define them and make them simple in any romantic relationship or any sexual experience, but really everywhere in our life from how we eat to how we exercise, the result of what we do is either going to create more energy, more clarity, more focus for us to live into our extraordinary life, or the result of what we do is going to pull energy out. Of what, of what we're trying to do. Now, let me give you an example. If you get to the end of the day and you're carrying stress and maybe you had a little fight with your wife. And so now you go into a private room in the house, 
you binge watch some television show, usually that has action and violence in it, because that somehow appeals to our masculine systems. And then you decide to watch porn and masturbate because you can't quite sleep because the problems in your life are begging you for your presence and attention. But you need to sleep because you got to get up for work the next day. You're denied the intimacy with your wife that you want because there's there's disconnection between the two of you. So now when you eat those carbs and you watch those binge watch those shows and you end the night with masturbation, you are it's going to take you three to five times more energy now to recover from that, even though it numbed you out and depleted you so much, you finally bludgeoned yourself into sleep. You're going to wake up the next day with a debt to pay back. And that is it. That is a that is a shitty hole to try to climb out of. There is there is no salvation in that pathway, and that that is called uh, entropy. Meaning, the more you do it, the weaker you become, the less energy available, and the harder it's going to be. And eventually, what comes for us usually is a divorce. It's our wife cheating on us because we've been suppressing that energy, or we've been expressing it in a, in a in kind of a uh, a side way. It could be a health challenge. It could be the loss of a job. When we, don't, when we don't deal with these things, the universe tends to give us signs. However, as stark as that reality is, the opposite is true as well. There are practices, there are ways to create syntropy where the way you recover gives you more energy the next day and deeper sleep. The way you handle situations with your wife and with your sexual energy gives you more motivation and more intimacy. And that's what we're interested in. We're interested in a win-win-win. It's good. It works now in the moment. So you can show up at your best. Over time, you become a better version of yourself. And ultimately, your life is unrecognizable and you're living into your dreams. That's syntropy. That's where one plus one equals two or greater. It's like multiplication instead of addition or even worse, subtraction, like in the first example. So let's just talk about uh, your sexual fluids. Let's get into this. I know this can be uncomfortable for some of us, but I, I want you to understand what has been hidden from you in our schools that they just don't, they didn't know about until recent research has discovered it. In a woman's sexual fluids, for example, they now know there are 800 bioactive proteins, meaning that her sexual fluids are like a medicine. And there are 685 of those that are unique, meaning they're not found in the blood. They're not found in any other fluid in the woman's body except for her sexual fluids. And a tremendous amount of those 685 biologically active proteins are growth factors and cell stimulators, and they are neurologically active. So I'm not going to go into great detail other than what I just shared, except to say that our sexual connection with our, our women, our queens, can be a source of our greatest medicine for both us and for them. So it can be a act that's transactional, that's animal-like, that doesn't have intimacy and connection, and it will likely deplete our physical resources and our health and diminish our intimacy. Or our sexual exchange with our partners can be something that adds vitality, longevity, clarity, focus. It can be a truly healing act a way for each of us to get closer to the creator or to the higher power, whatever that is for each of us. And with women, there are, according to science and studies around sexuality, there are 10 different types of orgasm for women. And most men only know one or two at most how to give that pleasure to their partner. And I can just tell you, when you start to open up to the third, fourth, fifth kind of orgasm, the ones that are easier to obtain, with your partner, the level of healing, her level of surrender, the, the level of your own confidence in yourself of being able to open her up like that to, to her deepest layers of surrender, where she's so far beyond her mind, beyond her feminine storm, beyond the task list that you didn't complete. She's completely opened to her higher self. That, that experience is so profound. And it's not it's not unaccessible. It requires skill. It requires training. It requires you showing up in integrity. It requires you having these conversations and going deeper. And even for ourselves, for men, there are uh, just at the most basic level, there's probably more. There's three types of orgasm that we can have, including types of orgasm that are full body, that don't include any ejaculation. There's no loss of fluid that strengthen our immune system 
that bring energy to our heart and brain and allow us to show up better. Like imagine being able to use your sexual energy in place of drinking coffee, right? Imagine being able to use this sexual energy at the end of the day that instead of losing it and dissipating it, you're able to bring it inside and store it to sleep even more deeply, to heal, to rejuvenate yourself. So this is some of the things that we're going to be covering in an upcoming invitation that we're going to share with you guys today, because this is some of the most worthwhile skills that you could ever acquire. This will serve you for the rest of your life. So it, it doesn't matter whether we go to the ancient spiritual traditions, the wisdom traditions like yoga or the, the science of uh, Chinese medicine and Qigong, where for thousands of years, thousands of years, they have been experimenting with different practices and writing it down. They've been debating, does my, does my technique work better or does your technique work better? And so taking out any of the religion or the culture, but just understanding that at least in India and China, and probably there's several other cultures we could mention, for thousands of years, they have spent tremendous time, money, energy, and resources on understanding how sexual energy can amplify the king or the emperor or the ruler, how the men could be better lovers. And they were, they were competing schools, competing thoughts. They were, they were debating this. It's what, what I call empirical, right? It's based on experience. And whether we look to that, where you can see the, the energy centers of the chakras on the right, they correspond to different glands and organs in the body. And what happens in our culture, as you look at the uh, bottom right, is that most of our energy in human life, because of the stress, because of survival, it gets caught up in the bottom half of the picture. So there's more energy caught up in our adrenals in fight or flight. There's more energy caught up in our digestive system as we try to eat to relieve the stress. And there's more energy being leaked from our genitals because we are trying to get the pleasure of the orgasm, but not necessarily in the right way with our partner, with the intimacy that it deserves. And so we're leaking that energy. And so today, in a few moments, we're gonna practice a breathwork technique that will literally, even in the five to eight minutes that we practice, is gonna help you feel what is it like when I pull the energy out of these centers, almost like milking them, to pull that biological energy into the heart into the throat so we can speak it into the world and into the brain so we can function not just like the animal brain, but in the higher level brain that we have. And I might have David speak to one of the other parts that we teach him in on fire, which is, David, will you talk just a little bit about how uh, the man with the most perspectives has the most power in a given situation? Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, we tell guys that how you see things are always correct meaning everyone's right in how they see it. However, not everyone is seeing something through the same level of awareness, through the same level of consciousness. And more often than not, we tend to see things just through our mind, through our head, and the energy never made it up and came through the heart. So we're very narrow in our scope of how much more we can see. So, you know, I'll give you an example that kind of speaks to what's going on here, Kai where when I was younger, you know, 15 years ago in my first marriage, my first wife um, had an affair. And my perspective at that time was I was a good husband. I provided, I protected. How could you do this to me? How could you, uh, you know, desecrate the sacredness of our, of our marriage vows? And I was very limited in my scope of what I could see and what I understood. As I dove in to do the deeper work, which is what really formed Man on Fire, and as I learned to harness my sexual energy and move it up towards my heart, what I came to realize is that her acting out and having an affair was in direct relationship to how I was showing up in the marriage, how I hadn't fully claimed her, how I had leaked my energy, how I had flirted with other women, how I had masturbated thinking about other women, how I had watched pornography. There was so many ways that I was leaking my energy and robbing her of a version of me that would have brought forward an even better and more grand and more beautiful version of her where her heart's more available. So rather than blaming her and being locked in that perspective of she cheated, I didn't, so she's wrong and I'm right, I graduated to seeing this through the lens of my heart, which is I created this. 
I never gave her what she deserved. I never gave her the real version of me. And to be able to have that awareness, to be able to have that perspective where I wasn't locked in the solidity of thinking that it's her fault. Um, I took ownership. I took responsibility that I created what showed up in my marriage. And when you can take full ownership and responsibility for what's showing up in your life is in direct relationship to who you are and how you're being, then anything is possible. And this is why Kai and I are so passionate about teaching this type of work, because you have that energy of creation inside of you. However, most of us are leaking it out through ejaculation and we're leaking it out in ways that are not helping us grow and evolve as a man. So that's why this is so important. And this is not for the week. This is not like a quick fix. Kai's going to teach you, you know, a two minute exercise. This is for guys that are really ready to buckle down and do the work. and want to do the deep spiritual work. Yeah. Thank you, David. And it reminds me of, you know, the definition of insanity is to repeat the same behavior and expect a different result. And in Man on Fire, you know, one of the things that I bring in and it teaches the neuroscience that when we're tired, right, when we're depleted, we make poor decisions and we are like an animal. We're stimulus response. The, the wife says the thing and we respond a certain way. We're home alone and the cue is to go masturbate because no one's going to catch us, et cetera, et cetera. We're stimulus response. And what, another way to say what David is saying is that in when we're in our brainstem or even our midbrain, which is our limbic brain, both of those come from our, our animal kind of uh, the part of our physiology that's still like an animal. We are we are manipulatable, we are triggerable, we are our lowest selves. And when we can bring the blood up into the prefrontal cortex, the higher part of the brain, we can see multiple perspectives. And then we're able to literally say, wait a second, this is the perspective I've been choosing. It is not getting me where I wanna go. Look at, look at this new perspective I have access to. Wow, what if I were to hold that as true? And then boom, your bank account starts to look different. Your The intimacy in your relationship starts to look different because you are operating from a higher vibrational, a higher frequency thought pattern. And when we're tired, when we're depleted, when the energy is stuck down there from overwork and overeating and over, over mastering, all those things, you you're it's gonna be near impossible to shake you out of that sleep and out of that process, out of that stimulus response relationship. So we're gonna physically... We have these muscles called intrinsic muscles, and they are designed uh, for many things. They move food through our digestive tract. Uh, they help to pulse organs to get them to secrete uh, the, the valuable uh, fluids that are in those organs. And they also are the same muscles that we would use when making love uh, or ejaculating. Um, and they, they have the power to reverse themselves. So we can literally learn to squeeze those intrinsic muscles and milk that energy, pull it up into the heart, into the throat, into the mind, so that those, those very valuable fluids that are the building blocks of our higher level hormones and neurotransmitters can migrate up through the cerebrospinal fluid, up into the heart and brain. And you know, all the science is worth nothing unless you can cash in on it. So let's let's get to the practice. In in modern science, it's very clear, and this is something we talk about in Man on Fire a lot, that we have a, a brain in our intestines, a gut brain that has feelings and has a certain type of intelligence. We have a very powerful brain in our heart. Uh, there's over 40,000 cells in the heart that are like brain cells. They're called sensory neurites. The, uh, the heart is capable of massive intuition, and it's most likely the organ connected to the energy field that's all around us. This is science. And finally, we have the brain in our head, which we all know the most about. And so in this way, we're going to milk the intelligence of that lower a gut brain and pull it up into the heart and the mind. So, And this is the craniosacral pathway where there is a tiny little tube that goes down one side of the spine, around the tailbone, up the other side of the spine, into the brain, all the way into the pineal gland. And so on, on a very basic level, you are squeezing and breathing so that this highly oxygenated, nutritious cerebrospinal fluid, rather than leaking out through your sexual act, is getting pulled up into the brain. And there is a very clear and established pathway for this to happen. So we're in good science here. We don't need to adopt any, any special belief system, just need to be open-minded and try it out. And so we're going to move this energy from survival, from these survival centers to creation. So let's let's do a practice right now. I'm gonna stop my screen share.
I'm going to turn on some music. And we don't need to do too much other than to come to the front of your chair so you can sit up nice and straight. And Kai, the global intention of this exercise is to help move the energy up so that it's not leaked out. Yeah, yes. And to uh, not only to move it up so it's not leaked out, but then when that energy comes up to feel the difference of what it's like in our consciousness, in our connection to our heart, in the clarity of our thinking. I mean, this could be done in place of drinking a cup of coffee. Uh, this could be done at night in place of masturbation to actually conserve the energy, but also sleep more deeply. I mean, it's a, it's a form of numbing and escaping to rely on the lower energy centers to, to calm us down and to wake us up. And it's a pathway for early sickness and, you know, un, un, uh, more rapid aging. So let's come to a quiet place, close our eyes, shut down any external distractions. And just sitting up nice and straight and coming into the awareness of your breath. Let yourself fully arrive in this moment. Catch up with yourself. And of all the places your mind could go, thoughts of your future, memories of the past, sensations in the body, sounds in the environment, I'm going to invite you for one minute to just focus on the breath right under your nose, one square inch, bringing your focus into a laser beam. And if you notice your mind wandering, just let any distractions bring you back to the breath. Noticing where the energy is in your body. If you take a deep breath into your belly, how does it feel down there in your belly, below your belt buckle, at your navel, at your solar plexus? Does it feel open, flowing, energized? Does it feel heavy, dark, numb? Take a couple of breaths into the belly now and just notice what it feels like down there. With your awareness down there, notice what emotions, when you put your focus and attention on your genitals, on your navel, on your solar plexus, what, what are the feelings, what are the images that come to mind? How does it feel to be connected to that part of your body? And be okay with whatever information comes up. Now place one hand on your heart or the center of your chest, the very center of your chest. Let that elbow be heavy, sit up tall. And now take some breaths into your heart. Notice how connected or disconnected you feel from this part of your body. When you look inside, listen inside, feel inside, right into the center of the chest, what, what comes up for you? No judgment, no trying to fix it, just observing. And finally, bring your attention to your mind and just take a moment and watch, watch the next couple thoughts that occur in the screen of your mind. A beautiful way to do this is to simply ask yourself the question silently. I wonder what my next thought will be. And just watch the images, the words that arise, notice the quality of them. And like a cloud drifting across the sky on a windy day, let that thought fade out and then come back to that sacred question one more time. I wonder what my next thought will be.
and just noticing how still your mind is or how active, how, how positive the thoughts are, or if they're critical and judgmental. Notice how much space there is between thoughts. Sitting up straight, coming back to the breath right under the nose. And one more time, ask yourself the question, I wonder what my next thought will be. And then just over, overall, notice how it feels to be in your body, how it feels to sit up straight. Taking in the whole energy field of the body as one source of information from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. How would you describe the sensation or the feeling of being in your body right now? How energized and awake do you feel versus tired or exhausted? How relaxed versus how wired? All right, beautiful. All right, now I'm gonna invite you to breathe in and starting with your feet, you're gonna squeeze every muscle in your body, slowly breathing in through the nose. We're gonna begin right now, I'll guide you through. So on the count of three, blow out all your air. One, two, breath in through the nose. Three, exhale out through the mouth, relax every cell in your body. Now breathe in and squeeze your feet, calves, shins, thighs, glutes, squeeze your core, low back, solar plexus, mid back, chest, upper back, shoulders through clenched fists, squeeze your jaw, the muscles around your eyes and your forehead and hold and squeeze like wringing out a sponge. Hold it, squeeze it. And when you're ready, you're gonna exhale and make a vibration through the lips. Relax, shake it out. So one of the reasons we're poor lovers and we don't have control over these things is there's too much tension. Places that need more tone, more muscular energy, more electricity in the body, more awareness, there, there, there are gaps, dead spots, numb spots, and other places hold too much tension. So let's do this one more time. On the count of three, one. Two, take a deep breath in. Three, exhale through the mouth. Relax every muscle in the body like a bag of bones. Now inhale slowly through the nose and begin with the feet. Inhale, contract the feet. Calves, shins, thighs, glutes, core, low back, solar plexus, mid back, chest and upper back. Squeeze your shoulders through clenched fists, jaw, eyes, forehead, and then just hold when you can't breathe in anymore, hold and squeeze like wringing out a sponge. Squeeze it, hold it, squeeze it. And then when you're ready, exhale through the mouth. Relax, shake it out a little bit. Now bring your awareness to the base of your spine. Close your eyes, sit up tall, and just feel your perineum Now, there are more advanced teachings to this, but to be simple, you want to be able to squeeze your perineum, your pelvic floor, like you're trying to stop your urine or stop a bowel movement. It's the same muscle that controls your sexual energy. So we're just going to take a deep breath in. Exhale out the mouth, let it go. Now, as you breathe in, I want you to squeeze like you're on a long car ride and you're trying to hold it in. Breathe in and just squeeze that pelvic floor, that perineum, like you're trying to stop your urine, stop your bowel movement and hold and squeeze and hold and squeeze. Don't leak anything. Hold, squeeze, hold, squeeze, and then exhale, let it go. Let it relax. Take a couple deep breaths. Just notice how you can activate that area for a long life for the prostate health. And now in the second breath, we're gonna, we're gonna breathe in and we're gonna squeeze the navel center. We're gonna pull the belly button back toward the spine like you're doing a plank. Go ahead and bring your hands onto the navel. All right, deep breath in through the nose. Fill the belly. Exhale through the mouth, relax. Navel comes back toward the spine. Now breathe in and squeeze the navel toward the spine. Pull in and up on the navel as you inhale. Like you're doing a plank, pull the navel toward the spine, breathe in, pack the energy, pull it in and up and squeeze that core, squeeze that navel, squeeze it, hold it, engage it. 
And then when you're ready, let it go. And take a couple deep breaths into the belly. All right, let's combine one and two. So now we're going to breathe in. We're going to pull in and up on the perineum, the pelvic floor, like we're stopping our urine. And we're going to pull in and up on the navel. One. Two, breathe in, nose. Sit up tall. Exhale, blow it out the mouth. Relax. Now breathe in slowly. Pull up on that pelvic floor. Pull back in, in and up on the navel. Now squeeze those lower energy centers. Squeeze them. Hold them tight. Pull that energy up, up, up. Hold, hold, hold. And then when you're ready, exhale and relax the navel. Relax the genitals. A couple deep breaths. Now go ahead and touch your solar plexus, that little soft spot right below the rib cage in the middle. And breathe all your energy out on the count of three. One, two, breathe in, fill the solar plexus. Three, blow it out. Now breathe in, pull up on the perineum, pull in and up on the solar, on the navel. Now pull the solar plexus in and up like you're doing a plank. Squeeze, hold, squeeze, hold, tight, tight. Pull it in and up, sit up tall. And then when you're ready, exhale, relax. Deep belly breath, everything from the solar plexus down, from the rib cage down, relax. Now we're going to pull it into the heart. And when we come up into the heart, you're going to bring your shoulders back and down like you're opening the heart and, and you're bringing the elbows down, the shoulder blades together. So here we go. One, sit up tall, trust the process, breathe in through the nose Two, three, exhale and become even more deeply relaxed through the mouth. Now breathe in, command your focus, inhale, squeeze the perineum. Squeeze the navel, squeeze the solar plexus in and up, sit up tall, pull the energy up into the heart. Use your breath like sipping through a straw. Shoulder blades back and down, sit up tall, hold, squeeze, pull it up into the heart, squeeze, hold. Come on, you got this. And then when you're ready, exhale. Sitting up tall, take some slow, deep breaths. Here we go. Now bringing it up to the throat. One, two, breathe in nose. Three, exhale, blow it out. Relax every muscle, every molecule. <sighs> breathe in perineum, squeeze, navel, solar plexus, heart, shoulders back and down. And now tuck the chin and bring it into the neck. Hold, squeeze, squeeze it up, squeeze it up, squeeze it up. Hold, squeeze. And then exhale, let it go. Deep, slow breaths. Now we're going to pull it all the way up to the crown or into the center of the mind, the center of the brain, where those sacred glands are, the pineal, the pituitary. So much of our spiritual, non-ordinary experiences come when these glands are energized and nourished. Here we go. One, two, breathe in, nose. Three, blow it out the mouth, relax. Inhale, squeeze everything in and up. Inhale, pull up on the perineum, pull up on the navel, pull in and up on the solar plexus. Bring the shoulders back and down. Bring it up to the heart. Use your breath. Spring it all the way up to the brain. Hold, squeeze your eyes a little bit. Look up inside your closed eyes. Hold, squeeze, pulse it. Like squeezing a toothpaste tube. And then when you're ready, exhale, release. Sit up tall. Feel the energy moving up and down your central column. Relax, slow down the breath and the heart rate. We're going to do it one last time. I'm going to invite you, challenge you to hold as long as you can. When you breathe out to relax as much as possible. And when you're holding, really command your focus to be right in the center of your mind or at the crown of the head. Really squeeze the tube and bring that biological energy up into the heart and into the brain. One. Two, breathe in, nose. Three, exhale it all out through the mouth and relax. And begin, inhale, perineum, 
navel, solar plexus, inhale, heart, throat, all the way to the top. Hold and squeeze. Hold it. Squeeze it. Come on. You got this. Liberate that energy. Hold. Squeeze. Tuck the chin, shoulders back and down. And then when you're ready, let it go. Slowly bring one hand onto the heart, one hand onto the navel, elbows heavy, spine tall. Just take some slow, deep breaths and notice as you slow down and deepen your breath, a nose, nose breath that makes no sound. Feel the liberation of life force inside your body. Feel that there may be more biological energy available in your heart. And there may be more peaceful presence in your mind. And slowly bring both hands palm over palm over navel. And take some deep, slow breaths in the belly, grounding this energy. Our small intestine they're finding through science is like a battery. It's the one place in the body that we can store energy. Slow, deep belly breaths, sitting tall, feeling your feet grounded, crown reaching up toward the sky. And then go ahead and rub your belly. And notice what's different. Notice what's different about the quality of your consciousness. Notice what's different about your connection to your heart. Notice what's different in the quality of your thoughts or your consciousness. For most of you, you'll feel a profound transformation. For some of you, it'll just be subtle, but you'll, you'll notice that it's different. And there's, for, the, for a few, just a very few, it may have triggered or activated or brought something up. It's like pouring clean water into a glass. Sometimes the debris gets activated. With more practice, you will eventually be able to find that still point in your mind. You'll be able to feel uh, arousal or distraction in your sexual energy, and you'll be able to pull it in and up in a way that's really potent and powerful. And so I just want to map out the final couple uh, slides here to just map out the territory of how this moving some from survival to creation can serve you. And I want to be responsible with just letting you know uh, how this, what it's going to take to really cash in on this promise. David, did you want to say anything before I transition into the last? Well, I just participated in what you guided us through and it just brought me into a beautiful place of stillness and focus where nothing existed other than this exact moment. So very exquisite. And um, I apologize if I hop off a little bit early, but I'd love for the guys to have an understanding of how can they deepen and uh, continue to harness this skill set and uh, have them, you know, extend your invitation to them to join, join you for four days to really grow this practice. Thank you, David. And, and, you know, really part of the very simple understanding that's also quite profound is that the way our, our life force or our energy moves in life is it goes it goes up and out from the time we're born our attention our focus our fluids our sexual energy it's coming out we we desire things we have ambitions we have to show up for our wife our children our families so the the natural flow of energy is out and that's what ages us that's what depletes us and the counterpoint to that is we can use these breathing techniques and meditation to reverse energy to go in, to, to recharge our battery, to heal our body so that when we need it most, it's there for us, much like sleep, but on a much more conscious and skillful level than sleep is. And so part of masculine energy is to be straight and to be clear. And I just want to be clear that the cost of, of a man ignoring these teachings is really high and painful. And, you know, it's living in chronic guilt or shame around your sexual energy. It's leading a dual life where you don't have the intimacy with your primary partner, but you're fulfilling that somewhere else, whether it's porn, masturbation, or whatever it may be. And there's a lot of pain in ripping your heart into two pieces. 
when we seek our satisfaction through porn and masturbation or leaking our sexual energy with, with multiple women or whatever, however we do it, uh, there, there is a feeling that we chase that we get temporarily, but it never truly satisfies us. So we become hungry ghosts where we're, we can never eat enough to nourish or fill the hole. And one of the things that we'll be sharing in this upcoming program uh, is about how to face and feel that thing we've been running from so it no longer has control over us. We will have a chronic lack of focus. No matter how many supplements we take or how much coffee we drink, there's just no more reserve chemicals of focus in the body because we've leaked them out in our addictions. And that's going to cost us in our earning potential financially and our impact. And of course, in the presence we bring to our children and our families. We're going to ruin a lot of relationships because a woman knows if their man is leaking his sexual energy. She knows her nervous system is designed to be intuitive and to track. It's called diffuse awareness. And so whether they're conscious of it or not, if you're leaking your sexual energy, your woman knows and it's causing her anxiety. It's causing her resentment, even if it's on an unconscious level. And so you know, you're going to likely go through multiple partners, multiple marriages until you get a handle on and seal the sexual leak. You are going to have health challenges, prostate issues, uh, poor performance of your kidneys and adrenals. It'll sacrifice your gains in your physical fitness because that energy that goes into our seed is the same energy that repairs our muscles, the same energy that powers our bone marrow and our immune system. Um, we know that men that retain uh, have stronger immunity, uh, much stronger immunity. They make better gains in their workouts and their uh, their sporting events, whatever that may be for you. Often it will lead to health challenges, issues in the low back and the knees, issues in your adrenals, adrenal fatigue, these kind of things, anxiety. Obviously, it will lead to poor sexual performance because whether you can't get aroused or you reach your climax too quickly, that's we know that porn and masturbation does this to a man. And finally, and maybe biggest of all, is whatever it is you've been dreaming of, whatever those bigger dreams are you've had in your life, if you're leaking your sexual energy, it'll be virtually impossible to get there. So this is called the way motivation. This is as a man where we take a, a really honest look at what's going on in our life. And we, 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 be, we get real with ourselves. That's where the beauty of the Man on Fire Brotherhood is that we, we strive to be honest with each other so we can sharpen metal, sharpening metal. So what is possible, though, if you get a handle on this? I don't know how old you guys are or how many versions of He-Man there are, but I believe in a lot of our entertainment and cartoons, there are hidden messages. And, you know, He-Man would, would grab his sword and hold it up to the sky, and he would say, I have the power. And I think there's some teaching in that. Uh, and, and I really want to say that I, I don't think you can overestimate the benefits of mastering your sexual energy. It's in fact, in the NoFap movement, when guys have gone 30, 60 days and mastered their sexual energy, they call those things superpowers because they were aspects of life that were previously out of reach for them or feel, felt impossible. And they emerged naturally when we just stop leaking our seed and learning how to cultivate that energy. So on one hand, I can't under promise. I can't tell you, I can't underestimate the benefits of this to you guys. At the same time, I want to be honest about what it takes to actually cash in on this. So what are we going to get, first of all? Well, we'll be chronically confident when we start to retain our seed. We'll be able to have deep, passionate, and intimacy in our relationships because that sexual energy is fueling our heart. In the relief of the shame and the guilt, we're going to feel more aligned and at peace moment to moment. We'll have warrior-like focus, epic relationships as that biological energy builds up and goes into the healing process, the repair of our muscles, our hair, our skin. We'll have radiant health. Uh, we, can, we will train the skills to be a master lover and unleash multiple types of orgasm in our partners so that they are in such gratitude to the level of intimacy and skill that we bring into the bedroom, the reverence combined with the skill and the mastery of our own sexual energy. And that's such a beautiful healing gift to the woman. 
And finally, and maybe most importantly, whatever your bigger dreams are, whether it's to make more money, to heal a part of your body, to reclaim your wife, it all starts with mastering this one reservoir of energy and not leaking anymore. And so the benefits can't be understated. So how can you get there? What is really required to do this? Well, number one, you need the right skills in your toolbox. It This, this doesn't work without the right skills. Uh, we haven't been taught them. It's not part of the initiation process of our society. So we need the skills and we need them in a responsible, ethical way. It's very difficult to learn this from a book. Trust me, I tried. Um, while I got some things out of it, it wasn't until I worked with a master teacher who several who had already uh, reached high levels of sexual mastery and who had beautiful open hearts. And I could see the flower of this work in their romantic relationships. It wasn't until I had that modeled for me step-by-step step and got to spend time with these teachers that I was able to really take ownership of this material. And so you really need a living guide or teacher who's already walked the path and has good ethics, has, has an aligned open heart. You wanna work with someone whose life has the flowers that you want, it has the results. You need a big why. Uh, whatever it is you wanna accomplish in this next year or in your life, you need to be connected to the why. When you can feel an emotional connection to your why, that engenders your willpower. And one of the tricks that the, the distractions of the world do to us is they, they allow us to be hypnotized and forget our why. You need a group of men around you with the same goal and the same conviction who want to raise their vibration. This has almost never been done alone. It's done in groups. It's done with a, a group of brothers around you training the same thing. Without those days in China training, I wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't have had the willpower on my own. But surrounded by the mentorship and the brothers, it was it, honestly, it was much easier when I was in a culture that was all headed in the same direction, just like any mastermind. You need accountability, which comes along with that culture. And that's why the program that we're offering, this Mastering Men's Sacred Sexuality, is uh, it starts a couple weeks, it starts in early January, and we're gonna have two Zoom calls where we start to practice these basic techniques and we get each man powerfully connected to his vision through a breathwork process so that you have that accountability leading up to a four-day experience. And then we're gonna have calls after as well. So we need accountability. You need an initiation, right? Even with Zoom, even with the right practices and techniques on Zoom, there is no substitute, as most of us have known after the pandemic, there's no substitute for being in a person's energy field, being in that group energy where the field effect is created, where you have a group of devoted individuals working toward this goal, and it makes it easier for you to break through your limitations. So we need that. We need bulletproof routines, rituals, and sacred structures, because once we have a new experience of this, it will be very painful, be very painful to fall back into old habits. So when we have a bulletproof morning routine, when we have an evening routine, and these breathwork practices are built into it, it will become so pleasurable and so enjoyable that it will start to pull us forward into the life of our dreams. And finally, we need time on task. That means that, you know, you can read about doing a bicep curl and you can visualize yourself doing a bicep curl, but until you go out and put that weight in your hand and move through that experience, your bicep is not going to change. And some of you will start these breathing techniques and right away, you'll have more mastery of your sexual energy. Some of you will just feel more alive, more energized, more peaceful, more clear. Ultimately, though, with enough time on task, everyone can master their sexual energy. And so I'm inviting you into a program that's happening in January. It's by application only. It's a very limited number of, of seats. And we are going to come together in the mountains of Southern California for four full days. And we are going to train our breath. We're going to train our body. We're going to look at the what it takes to make our intimate relationships work. We're going to go deep into how to hold the vision over the circumstance in our life. And after those four days, you're going to leave there with the tools you need for the rest of your life to bring that sexual energy up, 
to move it out into healing your body, to increasing your impact and your income, to reclaiming your relationships. And it's more than a four-day event because we're going to start in two powerful Zoom calls before I call it the digital dojo, where we're training and breathing and visualizing. Those are calls you'll go back to and have access to for the rest of your life. And we will do two calls after the event so that once people have built their basic foundation leading up and they go home and start to practice and integrate, there'll be two calls for ongoing support after. So this is a powerful container, a digital dojo for us to train together as men to make this next year the best year of our lives. And so if you have a big why, if you know your time is now, if you're no longer willing to settle for mediocrity, for your heart being ripped in half, for the distractions, and you're ready to turn that primal power into the life of your dreams, then there'll be a link to click below and you can talk to one of our coaches and see if you're a fit for this program and if this program's a fit for you making this the best year of your life. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful for your presence. Uh, this is some of the most sacred work that I know. And uh, I'm so grateful that you guys were able to tune in. Again, click on the link, have a conversation with one of our coaches. Let this be the year that you master your sexual energy to have everything you want. Thanks so much for listening. David, thanks for hosting. I know you had to hop off early, but brothers, I hope to see you in January. And I will talk to you on the other side. Kai Van Bodhi, signing off. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire Rising podcast with David Mailer.